Your skin looks I'm really nice right now. Live in La Vida Loca. You're li- Ricky Martin found, we don't want to say dead, but Ricky Martin found resting. Resting like Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> the Grammys were last night and people are chit-chatting today about it. Specifically over one particular moment, which I was not expecting for it to be anything. I'm just going to go right into it. The whole Celine Dion, Taylor Swift interaction on stage. I'm shocked that people are talking about it the way that they are. It is like BuzzFeed articles. It is variety. I think variety. Was it variety? Maybe not variety. But there's like all sorts of think pieces on it right now, which blows my mind. I haven't seen anything. You haven't? I, it's been, it's been like all over my Instagram feeds. People are messaging me. People are commenting. I've, I've, I've intentionally like not read the comments today because, um, I just like, like the energy with that is so stand culture is just so crazy right now. People are so intense and I don't know what it is. It's, it's frustrating. But well, they're they're intense for Taylor for sure. They are intense for Taylor. So let's go through the winners. So the big four: uh, Miley Cyrus won Record of the Year, or yeah. as Mariah or as Ma- as Mariah called her, Mari Cyrus. Did you hear that? <laughs> hear no. that? <laughs> no, I just heard her go MC with MC. She, uh, I was rewatching when I was making memes earlier today. I was rewatching the acceptance speech, and she was like, Myrie Cyrus. <laughs> was, I thought that was really funny. Um, and so she won, uh, but she won record of the year. Song of the year went to What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Yep. Best, best new artist went to Victoria Monet, and Taylor went, or uh, best album of the year went to Taylor. Yeah. What were what were your what was going through your head? Um I was not surprised that Billie Eilish won for that song for her songwriting. Um you know, of course I wanted A&W to win, but yeah. It it makes complete sense. And I I think I said this on our Grammys episode when we announced the nominees. I think that's completely fair and valid for her to win that award because that song is really incredible. It's a and beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. It's not necessarily my vibe like i don't want to listen to it all the time or anything but i think it was it's just really well done it's really well done and i love the message behind it i think it worked so well in the movie so and you know barbie was such a phenomenon this year that i just feel that vindicated in that winning i was i was kind of surprised that miley won record of the year i don't think because i don't think of miley as like a grammys artist right sure yeah so yeah I was very surprised by that one. I didn't know what to expect for record of the year, I guess, but I certainly didn't think that she would be taking that home. Yeah. I kind of went into this year's Grammys. Um, first of all, I kind of a little underwhelmed with the categories in our previous like Grammy episode when they announced the nominations. I think we both were kind of like, it just felt a little predictable with the nominations. If you follow yeah. pop music at all, you you kind of knew what was kind of coming already just based on the way that social media's reactions were to the the uh, uh to all of the nominees so but that said it made for really stacked categories and so i went into this grammys ab- having kind of low expectations but not really knowing what to expect and I kept thinking, like, I was kind of expecting Antihero to win Record of the Year. Um, yeah, myself and, as well. That's what I thought. Yeah. And I really wanted Antihero to win personally, just because I do think that Antihero is a great song. Beautiful song. I agree. Um, I think that that was deserving Yeah, of, of Record of the Year, for sure. Yeah. And it was a huge hit. I mean, it was truly it that song for once it was released and then, you know, on to like you know last last year february march i would hear it on the radio constantly i would hear it wherever i went i would hear it on social media all the time um it really was a massive song but so was flowers flowers was yeah. also a massive single and truly and i'm happy for her i'm happy for her because i i like and i liked her speech a lot about the butterfly and especially with, with mariah carey being there but i loved yeah. that it was kind of full circle moment like this is her 
you know, she was emerging and like turning a new leaf. This was her emancipation of Mimi, so to speak. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm happy that she had the success because for so long she was putting out singles that yep. were going absolutely nowhere since, you know, bangers. So right. I think that it's, it's again, vindicated and, you know, um, again, I didn't expect it. I don't, I, I like flowers. I don't love it, but I'm more, I'm more happy for her just as a person. I like her. Same. I'm, I'm, I completely agree. I was just saying to DJ John Michael, shout out DJ John Michael. I was just talking to him earlier that I've always been like a casual Miley fan. There are songs that I really like and really enjoy. I've, there's never really been an album in full that I've enjoyed. I was kind of underwhelmed with endless summer vacation. Um, Mm. there was a lot of hype surrounding it. Yeah. <laughs> like there was a lot of hype surrounding it, especially with flowers. And um, that album for me, like when listening to it, just it didn't really go anywhere for me personally. Um, but that's kind of how her music's always been. But Miley as a performer and as a person has continuously impressed me throughout the years, especially in recent years. And when uh, John Michael and I were talking, he uh, mentioned that she seems like she's in a really good healthy headspace and and i yeah and i was like i felt the same and i feel like the next project that she's going to be working on or releasing because it's kind of being speculated that she's going to release a a new song or something soon um it we feel like it's going to be a a really explosive uh moment for her so yeah i was super happy for her and her performance of flowers i loved it it was my favorite performance of the night. It was same. The most I, I I didn't expect to like it either because I again I'm not, you know, in terms of the music I'm not a huge fan overall. So yeah. I loved her like uh, late '80s, early '90s, blown out hair, like kind <laughs> yes. of like kind of like a country star from the early '90s or something. Like I loved that look. I yeah. loved her her energy, the mic drop, the the walk away at the end, just the pure confidence of the you know, stage presence. It was really, really like, you know, it, it, I wanted to watch her. Like I was so mesmerized by her on the stage. And yeah. it, for me, it was the highlight. It's what I'm thinking about the next day. Like, yeah, she did a really good job and I was totally not expecting that. Yeah. I, I, it was so celebratory. It really, you could feel that energy in her, her excitement. You could feel her, and and as as she mentioned in her speech for record of the year that it was like it was exciting and and important to her but it wasn't everything and she was like and I think that she had mentioned she was like I felt good yesterday and I'm gonna get feel good tomorrow like this is a great moment it's a great honor but it's not everything and which I think that is a really important note on the Grammys themselves people love to talk about whether or not the Grammys are relevant or credible anymore. And or or awards in general or chart positions for that matter or whatever, and to me it's it's always a little bit of both. Like I think that there's, I think that these awards definitely mean something. I think that they're more than anything like a, a way to kind of mark, kind of a, a point in time and to mark someone's career and, and mark certain types of success. Same with chart positions on a chart, but they're not everything, and. Th- you know, them alone don't matter necessarily much, you know? Um, Cause you have someone like, I'm just going to throw out Alessia Cara who won best new artist a few years back. And we really haven't heard much from her since, you know? Yeah. She did do some mainstream things though. So I would she say like a, a versus like a, you know, not that this person isn't talented, but like an Esperanza Spalding or something where it's like that they just totally, aren't a part of the conversation. <laughs> so right. I, I, yeah, I, I thought I like, I liked part of that speech, but there was, there was an energy at the Grammys yesterday, very much to this point where a lot of people just seem to be like, I don't really give a shit about this. Like this doesn't matter. Whereas I feel like it used to be yeah. so prestigious. It's becoming mm-hmm. less and less that. And that was very apparent last night in the speeches. Yeah. It was like, especially Jay-Z's speech, especially Jay-Z's speech, which, which I want to get into, but Miley's speech too I was like she's like basically like this doesn't matter I'm like I like the sentiment but also girl like you're accepting a huge award you know record of the year I was kind of like I don't know about that like I don't I didn't think that was necessary in terms of being like 
you know, I don't, I don't really care. This doesn't matter. I don't care about this. Like you can, you know, you don't, I don't, I didn't have to be worded that way in my opinion. Like I didn't really sure agree with that because I'm like, there's so many people that would fucking die for that award, you know? <laughs> yep. 100%. I'm not kidding. Like clawing. And, and I know that it's not as prestigious and, and, you know, and Miley's been around for a while, but I was kind of like, there's just some interesting uh, takes at, and on some of these speeches last night. Um, yeah. Yeah. For sure, that that was interesting, but but yeah, happy for her. She did a phenomenal job. Um, I think she's really like cemented herself too as a as a pop star, you know, and as like someone that won't be forgotten. You know, oh, not, totally. Yeah, not like a flavor of the moment Disney star. Like she's she's here to stay. So um, yeah, yeah, I'm happy for her. I really am. Yeah, no, she. I I'm I'm happy for her too. That's a that's a really good point because. You know, the Grammys are essentially the Oscars for music. There's no higher award, you know. Um, but in recent years, people have questioned the credibility for various reasons. I mean, the former CEO or pre- chair, I forget the, his exact position, that Neil guy where he was like, the women need to step it up, um, who ended up stepping down, I think, a couple of years ago and is also accused of sexual assault now. Um you know, making that dickish statement to, you know, obviously there's a lot of conversation about the Grammy Awards being uh, racist, you know, because all of the, a lot right. of the big four awards uh, often go to white people. I mean, we saw that upset last year with Harry Styles and over Beyonce's Renaissance. I'm still not over it. <laughs> and quite frankly, we saw it this year for the most part as well. You know, we did. Uh, we did. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, like that. You know, not to like dive into this award. I don't know if you want to talk about this right away, but like to dive yeah. into album of the year. Um, let's which, get into it. Let's do it. Oh, let's get into it. Okay. This is my favorite award. I think it's a lot of people's. I think album of the year kind of encapsulates like the ultimate, mm-hmm. you know, the ultimate music award. Like this is your body of work. This is your project. You yeah. know, I think, I think to me that is by far the most interesting and important award. Yep. So to, Okay. I I feel like sometimes it is it is a bit like predictable and and almost like a popularity contest. I think Midnight's is a a great album. I don't think it's Taylor Swift's best work mm-hmm. um, by any means. You know, no hate to the Swifties out there. I really enjoy the album a lot. Like it's it's a good album, but for it to win Album of the Year, I just I was very disappointed mm. by that. It was predictable. It, it again, like I know Taylor's on top of the world right now. I almost feel like they gave it to her, and this is not to discredit her artistry. She's an amazing songwriter, an amazing, you know, artist. I really enjoy her, but it almost felt like okay, like this is going to be, you know, her fourth album of the year. Like we we should give this to her. It'll be it'll be history. Mm. And I still firmly stand in the fact that I think that Lana Del Rey's album should have won i was i was devastated for Mm -hmm. her i was devastated for her i really appreciated like taylor swift is so sweet for bringing her on stage but also this was the night can i just say this is the night of embarrassing celebrities (laughs) this this was the grammy of embarrassing celebrities lana del rey was so embarrassed and i know taylor was like good-hearted in that but i'm like don't bring her on stage like she clearly doesn't want to go up there she stood up there in her little like baby doll black dress in the corner awkward as fuck i was right. feeling for i was feeling for my girl hard and yep. then and then i saw the panic in her eyes i i pictured myself there, there as a socially anxious person like she was so there's like come on guys you guys are so far away and then lana's like what do i do with my body and my hands i don't know and it was really funny to watch and then yeah. you know um we can get into this award later because you know we want to finish the big four but um, when Jay-Z did his speech, I was like, we need to stop embarrassing Beyonce. Oh stop my God, embarrassing seriously. Beyonce. We, Beyonce gets embarrassed every, it feels like every year. And her reactions were killing me. Yeah. Her, no, she, her she, reactions were killing me. She's so polite and so dignified. And she just sits there with like a grin and her hands folded like, is when is this going to be over? Yeah, you know. she she was very much. I mean, I when I was rewatching that as well when I was making memes earlier, and she was uh, very much like, 
she she when when Jay Z said like some of y'all aren't supposed to be in this uh, category or whatever or in the categories, Ooh, and she she you saw her that she she was like oh she, she she's said like we did not like, rehearse this honey <laughs> yeah she was like she was like nope nope I I forget what she she it sounded like she was like saying like oh like oh no kind of like similar no. to like an. No, what you did was Kelly Osbourne. She said, oh, that's not. Oh, (laughs) that's not. That was my reaction because the audience went, oh, like they had that audible groan. And like, I think I think he's Jay-Z. So we're kind of like, you know, whatever, like he'll be fine. You know, I don't think he's going to get a lot of flack for that. But I agreed with his. Don't get me wrong. I agreed with his speech in terms of like, you know, we've come a long way with the Grammys and their racist history. And, you know, they're still is a lot of favoritism, it seems, to white mm-hmm. artists. I think there's a lot of archaic politics that are still involved that are, like, being cleared out. But, yeah. you know, it it really does feel that way, especially last year, you know, and not just because we're fans, but there was no reason for Harry's House to win. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't. If 100%. you're a Harry Salas fan, good, good for you. And I'm not saying he's not talented. But, again, when we're thinking of album of the year, it's not it's not like the songwriter wrote award you know it's like right. it's it's the project as a whole so project for her not whole. to win i totally agree with jay-z if that if there was ever a year for beyonce to win it was and you know there's been many it mm-hmm. was certainly last year so yeah. i definitely am still reeling from that and i definitely agree with his speech however similar to miley like there's this there's this air where people just don't give a fuck because you know he accepted his what was it, his impact award or something something like, like that yeah impact yeah. award yeah 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 Rightfully so. Like, he's a legend and, you know, he has laid the groundwork for so many people. So mm-hmm. I liked his speech. I liked him thanking Dr. Dre. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I really appreciated that. But then, yeah, to to say that people don't deserve to be nominated, and even if it's in a joking way, it's just not appropriate, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. discrediting so many people. And, like, I, I, think, I think he was just – he was nervous. But also, like, no wonder Beyonce was embarrassed, babe. Like, you can't just say that. Like, you right. can, and, but, like, it's kind of shitty, you know? Well, he also discredited himself by starting out by saying it's all subjective. It's music, right? We all have opinions on it. Your taste is different from mine. My taste is different from Jay-Z's. You know, Jay-Z's taste is different from Beyonce's. Like, there are going to be differences in what we think. And I think that what people, everyone needs to remember, myself included, is that the Grammys are not just for mainstream uh uh, artists. This is everyone. Anyone who is a musician, anyone who creates music can submit their work. And if it gets enough votes, it gets put into a ballot to be voted on for a Grammy. And so that means if you are a jazz artist, if you are a classical, you know, pianist, if you are a composer, if you like all these different things that aren't not necessarily mainstream, they're not pop, they're not rock, they're not R&B, they're not hip hop. And so that's why a lot of times too, you know, when I, when Jay-Z said that, I immediately kind of thought of like the Beck moment from a few years back. I guess it was longer than a few years ago. Cause I think that was like the self-titled album when she was up for album of the year and Beck won album of the year that year. And I, I remember Kanye West being kind of implying that he was going to do another like Taylor Swift, you know, speech interruption which he did not do but um i know there was a huge upset and people being like oh beyonce deserved that and you know being a again being a fan being a little bit biased i think that beyonce deserves has i think that she definitely deserved album of the year for both lemonade and renaissance i think those are both incredible albums i agree but my and you and i've talked about this before and i'm going to say it again this and and I do feel like maybe this is an archaic stance at the Grammys. I think this is the bigger conversation that the Grammys needs to start having is that we are in a day and age where you are going to have a laundry list of songwriters and a laundry list of producers on a song from a lot of different people, but specifically within the hip hop genres and the R&B genres. And I don't know why. I think part of it is samples, especially with the songwriting part. Yeah, but, it's a big part. Yeah. Collaborations. But collaboration is a huge part of that artistry, you know, and I think that that's where they need to, because it seems like in my head, and maybe I'm being a little bit too naive with this, but when I'm seeing the people win album of the year, I am seeing people 
who, when you look at the credits of the songs, and it's not always, but it seems to be this way more than not, it seems like there are minimal songwriters and minimal producers listed. It's usually a small team of people, if not the only musician, and then they are given that award, right? Now, I just, versus, you know, someone like Beyonce, who had an army of people work on that album with her, right? And so I'm not saying that that's right. I'm just saying that that's, that's kind of where my brain is at, is where I feel like when the Grammy voters are, are and I don't know who these people are. I don't know who then like let's at this point though if, if that's the case you know they've differentiated song and record of the year mm-hmm. do do one that's like an album you know if you want to call it album of the year and that's people who have minimal credit collaborative album of a, the year maybe or like a pro or a project you know just pro, i don't know like something where it differentiates i'd rather have that than continually doing this also to your point like you know the Grammys recognizes anyone, right? Like you said, like mm-hmm. classical music, but those people are, they win, you know, in terms of the big four, they might yeah. win art, artists of the year, like Esperanza Spalding, or I forget Samara, what is that her name from last year? Samara um, not, Joy. Mm-hmm. Not my genre of music, obviously, but you know, they don't win album of the year. Right. Or they haven't in a long time. I mean, these people that are winning album of the year, Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, they're huge, popular, viral artists. Mm-hmm. So that's like my problem too. Like they're again, you know, I, I don't understand why the Grammys is not like Lana Del Rey. Maybe she's, I would think like being, cause she's still like, you know, she's, she's indie, but she's definitely like emerged into the mainstream. So, yeah, you know, she's kind of bridged that gap, but like, you know, that again, that was someone I felt like really, really deserved it. And mm-hmm. the Grammys, like, I don't understand. Like, I feel like, I feel like they're picking favorites sometimes. I do not. I'm very strong against that. Midnight should not have one. I think yeah. that was the wrong choice. I think that again, they they gave it to her. You know, it, not the gay. I don't want to say that. That's bad wording. But like, you know, they. I mean, it, they created history, and good for them. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, at least like if you are going to open up the table, like then consider other artists. Yeah. Why so does this it is... be the Harry Styles and the Taylor? And if it is, like, yeah, Beyonce should be included. And then it does feel like kind of like a racism issue or something. Because right. Why aren't these artists? That, you know, we know that Beyonce deserved that. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I will say too, like, granted, she's the most decorated artist in history. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, that's, the, you know, that's still amazing. But yeah, it would it would be nice to see her or someone like her, like, snatch album of the year. And I really thought SZA was going to win. So I was surprised. I, I was actually really surprised too. I too thought SZA was going to win. Um, yeah, it, it's it's interesting because I, I will say it's in recent years that the Grammys have been awarding pop music more. It used to not be that way. It used to not be that pop music was necessarily awarded the way it is now. Um, I would say right. it's only been recent within the last 10 years that this... Yeah. That yeah. that the mainstream type of pop music has even been recognized, let even nominated. For I mean, w- like when you look at someone like Madonna's career, Madonna has her first like big actual Grammy nominations weren't until 1998. She was like nearly uh, 20 years into her career at that point, and um, so that is similar to like Miley, right? Like Miley. She's right. been around for 15 years and this is her first Grammy and I want to say her first even Grammy nominations. Like so that so people do need to understand that pop music isn't necessarily always awarded the way that it has been recently. Um but Absolutely. no even but more I, of a reason for Beyoncé to win, you know. Oh exactly. And I agree with you like I so as far as like who I I personally really liked midnights and what i'm kind of noticing right now taylor swift is that is currently at overexposure essentially she just came off the biggest year of her career between the tour and the album sales and the hit singles and the re-releases and the new studio albums we will get into the tortured poets department in a second um but she is at oversaturation. Oh, and then and then like the NFL, uh, what's his name? Travis Kelsey of it all. Mm-hmm. So she's at overexposure. So what I'm 
seeing between people being frustrated with the way that the Grammys handle voting and then Taylor's overexposure, it created the perfect firestorm for people to be pissed off at her winning album of the year because the comments that I received both in the comments of my memes and in my DMs, people are pissed. And then, and then I think that's why people are reacting the way that they are regarding Celine Dion. And it's, it's wild. It is wild to see. And a lot of people, and a lot of people, sorry, just one more thing is that a lot of people forget that when Midnight's came out, people were praising that album and loving that album. So I am just kind of like, now all of a sudden the the attitude has changed. So I, I don't know. I, I don't don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I never heard anyone, you know, any review talk about that album being some big monumental album. It was a good album. It is a good album, but to win album of the year, especially like, and I, and I think another part of it too is like, you know, that album came out in 2022. So it just, mm-hmm. you know, the time in terms of when it was eligible and everything, it just kind of feels like, okay. Yeah, it came, and, it came out like right after October. the cutoff. Yeah, it was like October right, 20, it, was, it was fall of 2022. Yeah, and so, I was going to say, I think it came out right after the Grammy cutoff. Yeah, so it, there, there's some great songs on it, but like there's also a lot of songs that are, in my opinion, skippable. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of songs that sound the same. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think it's her best work, you know, and I think that there's other people who should have been looked at more. I, I just, here's my thing. I think if Taylor wasn't so Beatles mania status, I don't know if she would have won album of the year, to be honest. That's just mm. how I feel. I really think it's because culturally what's going on that played a big part of why she won. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm not seeing that many people. I mean, there's people like me who, and I, especially the people that advocate for, you know, the Grammys with their racist history, like, and becoming, you know, more inclusive. That's the people I'm seeing you know, talk about this and, and then kind of feel like how I do, but yeah. I'm seeing most people repost, you know, her album. They're excited. They're, they're happy. She won, you know, I think Taylor's so larger than life. Nothing can touch her. Mm. No, not even overexposure. I just feel like she's this larger than life character. Now I have never in my lifetime, I know we've talked about that this yeah. before seen anything like this with an artist. It is it's, it's I think she's untouchable. I think she's like the Beatles. Like the Beatles can do no wrong. I really <laughs> feel like Taylor is that way. You know, she's yeah. going to have, you're, of course you're going to have haters, whatever, but I think the overwhelming majority of people in this world, yeah. like they want to see what she has to say and what she has to do. Yeah. I, so here's my thing with Taylor Swift. You and I are famously not Swifties, but we really do enjoy her music. We enjoy her as a, an artist and we respect her abilities and it's impossible not to talk about her <laughs> it's it, it, truly and i just think it's it, the thing is is like is midnight's my favorite album of hers no but i i guess for me i'm really happy to see her awarded this one for the historical moment of it being a woman winning being the first artist right. to win the album of the year four times yeah um, that's a very incredible yeah beat. and and considering the amount of slut shaming and things that she kind of went through earlier in her career to see where she is now and to see this, the success. I'm happy that she's winning. I completely get the arguments. I I will be honest. None of the albums in the contender were I, in my personal opinion, like I didn't feel. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of your genre, you know, and I think you, cause you, cause you like out of all of them, I, I of course, like you were going to gravitate towards that one. I could have yeah. guessed that before we even yeah. had a conversation about it. I think a lot of people feel that way as well, you know, like yeah. that are in the pop music space. I would have loved to have seen Lana for you. I would have been really excited for you for Lana to win. I would have been excited for her. I would have been really excited to see. I, cause here's the thing. I, when I realized last night, is that regardless of my feelings of certain artists and their music, yeah. I as the older I'm getting, the more and more I'm trying to recognize that like this is a human being that has spent their life dedicating to their craft and their art. Totally. And I, and I yeah. think the reason why my perspective has shifted so drastically over the last maybe two years is because of Z Machine and seeing and hearing him talk about his creative process and how he has to invest literally everything that he does into creating his music and do his songwriting and then producing and, and everything. 
only for then you release it into the world. It just becomes a very human, real moment seeing someone that I now can like, you know, I talk to on social media and have an interaction with it. It's like the illusion of the illusion of this, like, I don't know. I don't know what I was kind of thinking about when it comes to pop stars and granted people who are signed to major labels have a giant team behind them. Right. But Nonetheless, those people have worked really hard to get there. And yeah, like and, to Victoria Monet's point about yes. like being planted in the soil and then 15 years later finally being recognized for yes. artists of the year. It's like you're putting in all of that hard work regardless. You know, we just mm-hmm. see the, I think I think that's exactly right though. That's where the we're as humans we judge. Like we just do we do. We so do. you you know, you can try to work on, you know, I try to work on being not judgmental. It's hard, especially mm-hmm. with celebrities. They're under scrutiny. You know, we feel like we have a past to judge them. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when we're, when we're thinking of people, like, you know, when I'm looking at the list or whatever, it's like, it can, it's so easy to talk like smack about anyone or they're yeah. like, I don't, I don't like them. I don't like that. You know, I don't like Harry Styles, whatever. But like at the end mm-hmm. of the day, they, they are an artist and they are, you know, they have worked usually, you know, not always, but very hard to get to where they are. And yep. it it took years and years and years behind the scenes to Victoria Monet's point to even get anywhere. And so, yep. you know, yeah, there, there's, there's something for everyone out there. So it's, it is hard to invalidate, you know, certain people. You know? Yeah. And I, I, I definitely agree with that, like the older I get as well, the more I'm mm-hmm. able to kind of take a step back and go like, this person's an artist. This is a, you know, this is amazing. Even though I might not like this, I could never do that. Like, you know, th- that's incredible that they were, they've created something out, yeah. of noth- out of nothing. Yeah. So I think, I think that's for me too. What I wanted to say about that too was SZA had such a big year and I, I gotta be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I'm a big SZA fan, right? Like, you know that. Yep. I would say that this album SOS for me was a bit disappointing. It's not my sure. favorite SZA album. It's yeah. good to me. It's comparable to Midnight's in that way, where it's like it's a good album. I listen to it. It's not my favorite album of the artist, you know. Yeah. Um, and it was it was a bit disappointing overall, just like because a lot of the songs sounded similar, and you know, I just I wanted a bit more, especially because Control is a such a formative album for me. So, but that being said, like you know, she had such a huge gear. Mm-hmm. I can't think of someone that really emerged more, you know, someone that, and someone that's been putting in so much work for so long. I mean, she's been around, you know, she mentioned it last night, but she worked with Lizzo back in 2013, opening up a room for 100 people. I that's re- and wild. I, yeah. I've, you know, I listened to some of her earlier work, like on her, on like SoundCloud and stuff like from 2013. So she's been around for a long time. And yeah. so I feel like she was very deserving of that award as well. You know, I think, Again, it might might have been might not have been like my cup of tea in terms of my favorite things she's put out. Sure. But I really thought she was gonna win. And it, it was I know other people feel this way. It was upsetting. Like I would have loved to seen her win. I would have loved to seen a black woman, you know, take this award. Yeah. And I think she is very deserving, you know, from from her artistry and all the work that she's put in. Yeah. So and culturally, you know, I mean you could you couldn't go anywhere this past year without hearing Kill Bill. Right. Like it's all over TikTok. And I feel mm-hmm. like, again, a part of this too is like, for me, Midnight's is kind of like had its time in the sun. Like it, it, it was, it was wonderful in 2022. I loved it. But then it's like, geez, like it was, it's so long ago at this point. It really well, that's, feels- that's the other thing that I think the Grammys needs to start looking at is the way that they cut off an award things because it did feel like midnights was a long time ago and i knew that people there was going to be some confusion from a lot of people not you but a lot of other like more casual music listeners and things like that about being like why is this album nominated but it because it was released in 2022 right after the cutoff date for the grammy eligibility that means that it it wasn't going to even be considered for nominations until the following year, which then those are presented in then 2024. So it almost feels like it's like a year and a half essentially has gone by. And you're very right. Like there, it had its moment more at the end of 2022, early to mid 2023. But then that was it, right? Then she did her 1989 re- re-release and she did her other things and, and whatnot um, and went on that tour. So yeah, no, it's... in. You know, to your point, as we've talked about 
beyond this episode of the podcast, like she's just a polarizing figure in general. You're going to love her. Totally. And for whatever reason, and uh, people are going, I I knew that if she was going to win, people were going to be pissed. Um, I'm trying to think of any other album. And happy. Right. And happy. Yep. Yep. Um, I get, I feel like they should have just given it to John Batiste again. <laughs> I, know, boy. I, know, I could have, I could have seen it going that way. I mean, I didn't. I could have seen. That album. I could have seen it go any which way. The only album that I would have, I would have been truly shocked if it had gone to um, Endless Summer oh. Vacation. I, I was gonna say I could, I could see them rewarding guts. I could see, the, or but I was gonna say the two outliers for me in that category were Janelle Monet and Miley mm. Cyrus. I just feel like though, for two different reasons, Miley's album just didn't feel like best album of the year. I feel like that no, was absolutely not, not to discredit no. her, but no, no age of pleasure. I think is a good album from what I've heard. Is it feels great- like a Grammy album too. It, it does feel like, like a Grammy feels album. Like it could, you know, it could, it's like that underdog kind of yeah. indie album that would it get feels- praise. It feel there's a quality to it that I can't put my finger on. It's 100. experimental. It is, but when you hit it right on the nose, it feels like a Grammy album. There's some there's a quality to it that I'm like, oh yeah, people are musicians are gonna love this album. Is, yeah, is I think what they it do. Felt like yeah, do. it's very artistic, like very yeah. But because and and I've before said that I don't the Grammys don't necessarily award commercial success. But to also your point, as you made earlier, when you have someone like Taylor Swift, who is Beatles mania-ing and then some, you know, there. when you looked at all those albums, I think the one that made the less noise was The Age of Pleasure, unfortunately. I just, I remember it coming out on 69, 69, and then that was it. I did not hear a thing about it after that. So I think that's the only other thing is that there is there does seem to be some sort of commercial discussion a commercial or critical there needs to be a noise made somewhere in the zeitgeist and i just feel like it i didn't hear anything about it yeah and and again i feel like they've been rewarding more popular artists lately and that's just mm-hmm. kind of how it's been going for those categories and it's just it's just interesting you know it's very interesting but yeah, yeah. i think I, I don't I never know I never I'm, know what to expect. It's it's like every guess I have is wrong, you know. Well, I'm, right. Well, I'm curious to know about the voting process and who is actually voting because I believe similarly to like the Oscars, I think that you have to be a part of a committee, and I think that anyone who's or a committee, I, I don't know the terminology, but like you are, you have to be brought into it, and then basically, like I think that the the like. If you won a Grammy, I think that you're able to vote, I believe, is my understanding. Um, it's These are not determined by fans. And I'm picturing picture like 10 old white men in a room. No, I think <laughs> it's... I, I'm picturing. I, right. Yeah. No, I, I, I have heard... So I have heard people say that it is predominantly white. So that makes sense for a lot of like the racism uh, uh, allegations and things like that. Um but it, from my understanding, I want to say that it's I I don't know if it's like if you won a Grammy, you're you're automatically allowed to, or you have to like whatever. But it's I I know it's more than ten people, and so I'm just curious to know though, like like let's say it's all the people in that room voting for album of the year, you know. Oh my gosh! Oh, what you what do you think of Trevor Noah hosting? It was cute. It was, he was cute. Yeah. He, it, it was, I, it was good. It was going a million miles per minute. It was a little too fast. I don't know if he was trying to like wrap it up in three and a half hours. Good. Maybe. You know, good for you. Yeah. But I was like, geez, like they are just like, not. he's not letting up. You know what I mean? Like he is. Yeah. Um, I feel he's, like, so, he's so like non-offensive. It, yeah. I think he's kind of like the perfect host for one of those things because same. he's not going to piss off anyone. He's likable. And yeah. yeah, he's just like forever. Like your grandma would like him, you know, like it's not, 100%. it's not like someone who's going to bring like, he doesn't bring an edge by any yeah. means. Right. So, it would have been fun to have a little edge to it. I just feel like, you know, what's interesting is that music is just, and you mentioned this earlier, is that music is so personal to people. And that's another thing that I just feel like people judge it differently than the way that they do movies. 
And so like, like when I was talking earlier about how, you know, there's a quote unquote army on Beyonce's Renaissance album. Well, every movie takes, you know, hundreds of people to create from, you know, camera operators, blah, 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 blah. So in a similar regard with music, you know, it's funny that we have this expectation that like, oh, you have you if in order for you to be considered talented, you must do everything yourself, you know, where it's like, well, no, like I, you know, I, I would consider myself relatively talented in certain types of arts, but like it's exhausting doing everything yourself. And who has that time, especially yeah, we when both you- we both know that it's like it is exhausting. I can't even imagine being on a bigger scale doing yeah. that it's yeah. so impressive to, it like, really is i'm so impressed I'm, I'm i'm super impressed by songwriters but really everyone i mean even like beyonce watching her film i was like holy shit like she made all of that happen and, and yes like it's a team but like you know she was involved in every single step of the way like yeah. directing that no one else can do that and it's her vision like it's her vision at the end of the day like sure maybe she's not operating the camera maybe she's not in the editing she's editing to, room she's like this is the plan you guys this is my vision this is my my uh you know dream and like this is what we're gonna do and yep. not again that takes like an insane amount of talent so yeah i think yeah i mean not to bring this up again like beating a dead horse but for album Eat of it. the year yeah i was happy jay-z brought that up i do think it was in poor taste to say <laughs> Uh, embarrass embarrass our girl and say that some people right. don't deserve to be nominated. Good lord, I was just laughing too because I'm like, we need to leave this woman alone. We really do. Like, you know, it's first at first it's Kanye interrupting, you know, at the VMAs <laughs> and Beyonce sitting there like, thank you. I and, and granted, like, yeah, we we kind of agree with a lot of you, but it's it's like stop embarrassing her. And then Adele accepting her award, going like, this should go to you, Beyonce. And Beyonce again is just sitting there during the, like the Lemonade era, going like, oh, thank you, right. And then, Right. And it's just, can we stop? Can we let her speak? I know she doesn't talk a lot. She's not a woman of many words. But like, leave her alone. Leave, <laughs> leave Beyonce she's so, alone. I'm tired of us embarrassing her. Like, Seriously. stop, stop yeah. it, all of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, she, I, we know she's great. Like, she knows she's great. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I, I appreciate the sentiment because, like, as a fan, I would go up there and say the same thing. Like, give my girl all the awards. But it's just right. so funny. We continually embarrasser on live yeah, tv that's so true and and it's you know she she really is i mean like if you really boil it down to i mean you could put her in any any next to any person in that room she can out dance out sing you know is she you know i know that her songwriting abilities have been questioned in the past i don't know and i and, and to be completely honest there are so many musicians who are not songwriters i don't care to be honest yeah. i don't care elton john doesn't write his own lyrics I, I, i've mentioned Pavarotti before like he doesn't write his own music like come on like people need to everyone's music again is so personal but people are talented in different ways and i get so tired of that argument that like you have to write your own music you have to sing your own or sing your, well obviously i would hope you sing your own songs but um, uh, oh ms j to the lo hello um but yeah you know it's just you know it, it gets so frustrating maybe we should call yeah, this not, episode not everyone can be mariah carey and that's okay right right and she looked amazing last night she looked so good i i wasn't i didn't know she was going to be there so i was i didn't either I, as soon as I saw her, I'm like, oh, like, I made my heart melt. I just, I love her. I adore her, obviously. Like, she's my number one. But yeah, yeah. It, was, it was wonderful to see her up there looking good and doing it flawlessly. Doing it flawlessly. Did and I was. Did you, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but did you see? So, you know how Stevie Wonder was there last night? You know? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Um, no, I, he, I mean, he's older, so, you know, whatever. But yeah. And he's, he's a legend. But, you know, Stevie Wonder is Mariah Carey's number one most favorite person. Yeah, this earth, like Earth, like yes. in terms of being influenced by her favorite artist, and so did you? Did I send you the clip of her? You did, yeah. <laughs> for those for those that don't know what we're talking about, there's a clip of her. She was received a special like honor of the Grammys. Did like a, the a Black special collective, yeah, like honor to her, and she was uh, at the awards. And did he present it to her? Is that what happened? I think so because he, and he was going to hand her the microphone, but he couldn't find it. It was taking too long, and she said, "Okay, I'm going to do this myself." And then he turned around with the microphone and then someone like grabbed him like, let's get you off stage. <laughs> yes. And it was like, just... even, she can never, I just laughed because I'm like, right. You can't be a diva for one moment. You can't. She's like, she's like the show must go on. She must we, go on. We are do- 
I laughed so hard. And and like everyone in the comments was making me laugh. I saw Snoop Dogg in the comments, like uh and Tarashi P. Henson in the comments. And I, I was just laughing. I was like, this is so fucking funny. But obviously she loves and respects the fuck out of Stevie Wonder. Of course, so. yeah. Um, funny he, moment. He yeah, he, him singing though, I was like, ooh. Ooh. Yeah, and there was a lot of a lot of um, a lot of singing happening. Um, a lot of a lot of singing at the Grammys last night. Joni, say, Joni Mitchell's fifty-five minute long performance in a chair. You that I I chuckled when you when you texted me last night when you were just like I think you sent me the snooze emoji and I was like not you dragging Joni Mitchell and it was, <laughs> but, not this that was. That was far too long. I'm sorry. It does not need. And we're trying to wrap the show up. I, and I understand she's a legend. You know, yeah. uh, props to her. She's not my thing, but I get it. You know, like at the end of the day, though, holy shit. Like, who are we getting? Like, that was so hard to sit through. It was really interesting putting it where it was. Like, I was like, why didn't they put this earlier in the show? I also felt like the in, in memoriam segment, I felt like the way that they had put clunky. it together it felt very clunky so clunky well it very was like clunky. all over the place and then they they were i think for like black history month they were it seemed like they were highlighting black artists but then they threw some white people in there and i was so confused yeah. by the way they organized it i'm like this makes no sense and also like there were some like choppy cuts during yeah. the era did you notice that 100 percent. I'm, like, I'm like why are we oh, we're on the stage now no, okay now we're over here like yeah they they, they like shoot um showed um what's his name jimmy buffett like but then they cut it really quickly He's yeah. like, oh, not yet. Sorry. I was like, what is happening? Who is that over there? Yeah, it was really, it felt really under per, under rehearsed, maybe. I don't know. And then, yeah, yeah it just felt strange. Um, but then- There's a, a I, lot of old I, people singing. A lot of old people singing. But I will say Fantasia Barino, her performance- mm. did, She's uh, had a year. Yeah, she had a great year. And she did a great job honoring. Fantastic, fantastic! Fantastic, Frantasia. I did, I did laugh at um, some of the audience members being panned too. Especially in the beginning, there was this one guy who like just was like looking at the camera with excitement. I'm like, who is this guy? And then, um, but during that Fantasia performance, she's like, I need a sexy lady to come dance with me. And she went up to some girl, and the girl was like, No, <laughs> I no. need a pretty lady. I and then she went up to Dua Lipa. <laughs> Yes. Dua Lipa, by the way, also <gasps> had a phenomenal performance. Oh um, my I, gosh. What did you I think of? I loved her performance. What did you think of training season? It sounds so good. I, I heard I heard the Kevin Parker influence. It um it's okay. I, I need to hear it in full. I, I didn't think that I don't feel maybe the way you do. I didn't feel like mm. it was, you know, super amazing. Um and it, and I think too part of it is like, you know, we really hyped up Houdini and I like Houdini a lot, but mm-hmm. It's like re-listen factor isn't super high for me. Yeah, it's not of, for me. Yeah. And and so I kind of and when I heard that song too, I was kind of like, oh, okay. This kind of feels in the similar vein where I don't think I'm gonna be and I haven't even heard it yet, so it's not fair to say this, but I just feel right. I can feel like I can feel like it just it almost feels like like fifth or sixth single energy or something. You oh, know, interesting. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. About oh. this, but I'm curious to hear it in full. But I love the performance. The performance was awesome. The cage awesome. cube thing was really cool. Very cool. I've never, I've never seen, seen that before. Like, me either. That was really, really cool. I was like, okay, skinny legend, light as a feather. Um, no, I, so I had a very different reaction. I was, so as, as soon as I heard it and I heard those synths playing, remember how I mentioned like the Rolling Stone article? It was like comparing <laughs> her album to Massive Attack and Primal, Primal Scream. They called it a, a blissful yeah. pop, you like tribute to rave culture, and I was like, "What the fuck?" There was does like that a thousand mean? genres going on, like yeah, like everywhere. Didn't knew what it wanted to be. I have to say, when I heard Training Season last night, I was like, "I get exactly what they are saying now." I the way that the synths were playing felt very like UK pop. Uh, almost trance-inspired music from, like, the early Y2K 2000s. It still had that, like, psychedelic 70s Tame Impala vibe to it. The chorus is very big. Like, again, it reminded me a lot. It kind of reminded me of, I don't know, for some reason it, it was making me think of Kylie Minogue. And mm. I got me, and it, and it got me really excited for the album and what's to come, and I cannot wait to hear the song in full because... 
Um, yeah, I, I like Houdini. I'm right there with you with Houdini. I like Houdini. Um, the replay factor is not really there for me. The extended version was a huge letdown for me. And so the song sounds like an actual first single. And it sounds, I don't know, for me, it sounds big. So it sounds a bit different because I felt like I felt like Don't Start Now as a lead single from Future Nostalgia. Great song and I love it. But it still feels a little like like held back a little bit. Whereas this song feels like they're like, let's go. Let's actually go there. So I'm very curious to hear the studio version of the song. I also wanted to say that I don't, I, I have not seen anyone make these comparisons yet, but I felt like her performance was a little bit of an ode to Britney Spears, her, specifically her 2000s VMA performance with Oops, I Did It Again, when she went into that like circular cage thing. And then she like did some dancing in there and come, came out. There's just that right there. I mean, Britney Spears did that very much thing or that yeah. thing. How are you it, not influenced by her as an artist like Dua Lipa, right. you know? Yeah. So, and I just loved it too, because again, I think Dua Lipa is one of the closest artists of today's age that is kind of creating just pure pop and i love that she's yeah you and being, i talked to talked about yeah. this like before on, on i think our grammy episode when we announced the nominations but yeah and she's, I love- the, she's the one to watch out for like there's mm-hmm. no one else i'm interested in in terms of like yeah i, I don't want to say interested in but like that's going to give us like good quality pop music like she's yeah. always the one to watch yeah so i i liked it i like that she like started the show and i, I thought the the cage thing was great and the dancers mm-hmm. also did a great job. Um, I love the arrangement there... too. I love the arrangement yeah. of training season, a little bit of dance the night and then Houdini. Yeah. The, yeah. The way, um, the way it like transitioned to dance the night at one point, I was like, Ooh, that was nice. That worked really mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was great. Um, a lot of, a lot of Barbie, a lot of Barbie last night. So yeah, I, um, I was going to say, Oh man, I had a thought. I can't remember it, but yeah, that, that was a really good performance and yeah. definitely happy that she was there and, and she gave that to us. Yeah. So and I'm interested to see what's, you know, what's happening. You know who I thought looked incredible? You already know who I'm going to say. Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Lenny. Lenny Kravitz looks so good. I love that he was like like Trevor Noah kind of like talked about him in the beginning, like played yeah. around with him. But yeah, he looks – I mean, he has not aged. Oh, my God. Like he said – he said, what is age? What is age? I don't. He's yeah. like I don't know. I don't know her. I don't he's know her. Still cool, cool as ever. Truly. Cool as ever. Body cool as of ever. a god. I was just like, okay, need to. I, I actually, I'm not even kidding. So I remember years ago reading that one part of his fitness routine is that he jump roped a lot. And what did I do this morning as a warm up? I did jump rope. I was like, I'm gonna be more like yeah, Lenny Kravitz. Such a great way to get moving. It really is. I used to yeah. love it. Yeah. Maybe I should do that again too. Like I like jump roping. Yeah. Um, also, like before, before I forget, shout out to Kylie. You know, winning an award. I was, I was so happy for her to win that so award. Happy. So well deserved. Padam was such a moment. So yes. that was really vindicating. There was it, it definitely wasn't the worst Grammys overall. Like it was it was like I was I was pleasantly surprised. I went in, again, I mentioned I, I went into it underwhelmed just because I was I was kind of like all the nominees felt predictable. It all felt just kind of like eh. And I I won't lie, it was probably one of my favorite Grammys in a long time. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good overall. I, I mean, there it. was there were some performances that were a bit. And I got I got emotional seeing Celine Dion. It was very nice seeing yeah. her on stage. She looked. I mean, I don't. We don't know her how she's doing, um, health wise. We know that she's got stiff person syndrome and she's had to cancel her tour, um, but you know she looked really great. And there was that like. Her sister had made mention that she was like bed bound and couldn't get out of bed a couple months ago. So seeing her out and about and being able to speak and being able to move, um, I I was really excited. It was to like see a her. great finale to have an artist like her show yeah. up too. When they when they kind of like blurred the photo, like and stay tuned for like a, a legendary artist. I knew it was her. I Did could, you? I could, yeah, yeah. I Aww. felt it. I was like, oh, I think this is Celine. Yeah, yeah, I um I was really pleasantly surprised to see her and it did it was such a great way to wrap up the show. Starting with yeah. like Dua ending with her. I think that's why it just worked. Like the show really worked. Um yeah. even though there was some snooze fests. On oh stage. my god. There's some I, snooze do, I don't even want to mention his name, but you know there's one performance where we you and oh, I were both. Oh god, just I literally forgot about it. I, I know. I'm just I'm just gonna say publicly, stop giving Travis Scott attention. Let's yeah. stop. And you know, one thing I will say is like I don't know why Beyonce went through with that 
that collab. I was yeah. really disappointed with her on that. I do not understand, and I'm not even huge on cancel culture. I'm really not. But what he did, what mm-hmm. he kind of like facilitated, for lack of a better word, I know that he wasn't directly responsible, but being indirect responsible did not feel like he was that apologetic about the situation that no. happened. You know, I'm referring to his concert where people died, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And Why like a lot of people, right? For, it was a it was lot like, of people. It was like Families eight people have, or something, right? Yeah, and he just kind of facilitated it. Like he st- stood up there and sang and like encouraged it. And yeah, like at, at the time it was like hot and people were on him. It felt like a flash in the pan though. And no one no one gives a fuck. And people are working with him and they invited him on the Grammy stage of all places. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I'm disgusted by that. Yeah. Not to get serious for a second. I'm really disgusted with the way people are handling it. And I'm I don't care. I don't there's something about sometimes like some so certain artists like certain rappers and stuff i'm like why do why do you get away with this kind of behavior it's right. gross yeah i don't I, understand and I'm, I'm tired of it if this was a woman forget about it right right forget no, about it i think you're right i i don't understand it either and i don't understand really like when i was listening to his music last night uh my friend davis and i we we both said the same thing we were like, you know, maybe this would sound good with headphones in. It does not translate live. I was like, this does not translate live at this all. Is, this is it. Ready? Feet. 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 <laughs> what, what, what are you saying? Feet? Feet. feet? Like, right. Yeah. You sound like a mess. You look like a mess. You are a mess. It was. That performance was boo-boo the fool like shit. Boo-boo the fool shit. Yeah. I'm I'm fucking mad. I did yeah. not want to see his ass. I was like, I, I just had to go on my phone. I was like, I can't wait for this to be over. And I muted the TV. I was yeah. like, I'm done. Yeah. I don't want to back- hear you talk about feet. Yeah. Back to the positive though, really quick. Going back to Kylie. Um, yes. <laughs> back to Kylie. She, uh, you know, this is kind of just go also just shows like the awkward timing of the Grammys and eligibility and whatnot. So her last, she's only had one other Grammy for a best dance recording which was uh, back in 2004, she won for Come Into My World. But Come Into My World was on Fever. Yeah, that was 2001. So that meant that that they probably submitted that as a, like, I don't know, I forget exactly when that was released as a single, but I want to say that that album was a year later than it was in the UK as far as promotional schedule goes. So... Anyway, weird thing, a weird eligibility thing to where like she didn't like she won because the award ceremony was held in 2004. So right. that meant, yeah, anyway. It's so know. much later than the album for sure. Uh, yeah, I want to say it was like the fourth or fifth single, right? From the it album. was, fr- it was the last single from Fever. It was the fourth single. Yeah. Okay. So that, that song's great, but out of all the, yeah, it's so interesting. Like with our, with our artists we love, and especially like we just talked about, like they were kind of like, not taking seriously these popular artists. You know, obviously mm-hmm. Ky- Kylie's a huge artist in the UK and Australia. I, it's interesting to see like, oh, that song? Like, I like that song, but like out of all the songs, you know, it's so interesting what wins sometimes. Right. And it, it just goes, and it goes to show to back to Jay-Z's point is like, you know, it's, it is all subjective, but you know, they don't always get it right. And, but also at the same time, there's only one winner. So, You've yeah. got a lot of songs that, I mean, there's a lot of legendary, incredible songs that, you know, oftentimes get overlooked or don't win a big award because there are other songs. And for whatever reason, political reason, social reason, whatever, whatever, that, you know, it, it gets kind of passed up on. But I mean, think about all the iconic songs that we love, you know. And, right. All of and, our artists. And like Mariah doesn't even have that many Grammys. Right. Yeah. It's also, crazy to think about. How excited were you when you saw Brandy sing "Sitting oh, on Top of the God, World"? Oh my God, I literally forgot about that. It was, that was such a quick moment. That and, was so. And good. she had such a quick moment, but I loved her outfit, loved the red boots, I love um, her stage presence. I was so happy to see her, and I love that song. I the vocal love Bible. I thought that vocal. was such a smart song. You know, I wonder who was it? Burna Boy that she was on stage with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I really liked his performance overall. I, I liked, did too. I like yeah. that he included like his culture and. Yep. I thought it was really well done and it was like entertaining to watch. And then having Brandy there and like doing top of the world with her. So fun. Mm -hmm. Such a fun idea. I hope that was like his idea too. I was like, I want to get Brandy and do this song. 100%. Um, Because she, she deserves 
a moment. She is an incredible so f- singer. Not talked about and enough. Not talked about enough. And just so, so incredible. And, and it's a huge part of both of our musical upbringing. And yeah. it was it was really cool to see her I get love her. Mason get some Brandy flowers. Norwood. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. That was that was such a highlight. I think that, that this is what made it great. You know why we liked it, I think? Because our girls were there. Our, yeah. Brandy, Mariah, <laughs> Celine, Kylie. Like, think about it for a second. Beyonce, yeah. like Beyonce. every people we Which, love were there. Like that that really now that I'm thinking about it, it makes sense why we enjoyed it. Because these were we these were like special fun moments, like seeing all yes. of our favorites. I'm like, yes, yes, more Which, of it. Jeff, we haven't even talked about this yet. Beyonce probably the most overt signal to being like, hey, country album incoming. Country album. She's hinting at a country album. She is 100%. Act two, we're getting, what is it? Betty, Betty Black. Is that what it's called? The the Betty Black tour. And Betty, Betty, and no, she said, I'm going to give you country. Like she. You were really, you were holding that one in. I was, I was excited. I was waiting. You were were ready to release that one from the chamber. Yeah. Yeah, we and we talked we talked about her and Jay Z so much, but yeah, we didn't even mention like her outfit and then you know with the cowboy hat and the and the blonde hair. Yeah, it's the adrenaline that went through me because when she because when Fantasia was performing, she like went through the crowd when she was like, "I need a pretty lady, I need a pretty lady," and she was walking through the crowd and then she was she went to that center stage and she was performing and I saw this woman with platinum blonde hair with the cowboy hat in the background and I said to my friend Jill, I was like, I was like, is that Beyonce? And she was like, no, I don't think that's her. She's she's like, that's not Beyonce. And I was like, no, I think that's Beyonce. And then and then we finally got like a really close look at her. And then it went to commercial. But the second we saw her, we both screamed and adrenaline <laughs> rushed through my body. I was like, I am of 15 course. again. Yeah, no, I, I want I wanted I really wanted her to perform. You know, I really, really would have loved that. Um, I know. That would have been cool. But yeah, like it, it was amazing. I'm really happy she was there. You know, yeah. everyone was there. Everyone, everyone I like was yeah. there yeah like that was that was pretty great the only one we're missing is janet jackson i'm missing um, janet I, obviously I'm, I'm missing my madonna but that's okay um you know oh, janet would have been a nice touch maybe next year janet on stage with brandy janet on stage with brandy featuring Jan- featuring mariah carey featuring ja rule featuring Fe- little, little John <laughs> <Lee's boyfriend>. um, <laughs> exactly yeah, that that was uh, that was that, i think that was a really entertaining award show for that reason but yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. That, what else is there to say? I think we covered everything. We, I really, I think we, I really did. Think we did. I yeah. think we did it. I think that was the award show. So this was the year for embarrassing um, female musicians. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out though, shout out that, you know, the majority of the winners and the four categories were women, you know, yeah. shout out, shout out to that. Huge. That's, that's Huge. fun, fun to see. Um, and, you know, congrats to Victoria Monet. I, you and I both picture, I remember Mm-hmm. on our episode because yeah. i mean to be i really like her but there to be fair also there was no one else that i really yeah. was like was she's like, very okay. talented she's a she's a very talented songwriter i mean a lot of people may may know this may not know this she she helped uh co-write a lot of ariana grande's music early in mm. uh, ariana grande's career anyway, i want to say that she has co-writing credits on all of ariana's albums actually um That's, that is amazing yeah yeah i, I so I mean, she's very, very talented. Um, so yeah. very deserving. And I liked her speech, even though it was she was getting sung off stage. Like, okay, girl, time to go. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah. Congrats, congrats to all the winners. Y- y'all crushed yeah. it. Congrats, congrats to all the winners. Justice for Lana Del Rey. But justice, justice for Lana. Uh, and and maybe, SZA, quite frankly. Yeah, and maybe one, maybe the Grammys can put in. A an award for best podcasts one one of these days, and then you and I can win that, and then we can be there. Best can, podcast. Can <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be really best podcast Y2K specific with two men who are Gay. from Michigan <laughs> and from Michigan. Goes to uh, yeah that, but um, you know, I it brings me to the next point that I wanted to make, which was. Do you have a song we don't talk about enough? And does it tie in with this award show? Yeah, it does. Um, I am going to go with a snubbed album. From... Are you going with the whole album? No, not in the whole album, no. Oh. But I am going to go with a song from a snubbed album. So uh, this might shock you. But in 1998, Madonna was up for Album of the Year with Larry of Light. 
and she lost to Lauren Hill, which we respect Lauren Hill. We love Lauren Hill, but I personally love Ray of Light. And, and um, there is a song on that album called Mer Girl. That is a very, it is the closing track to the album. It is a very experimental um, ambient ballad um, that as a child was not necessarily my favorite. I think it would actually shock you that I like this song. Um, but it is lyrically one of her best. It is truly like, it is like a songwriter's song um, and a really great closing track to that album. And it's a very kind of a spooky sounding song. So also as a kid, like I was always kind of like, Oh, I'll skip this one. Um, but as an adult, I really love it. And I really think it showcases Madonna's vulnerability and songwriting ability. Um, so, and people don't talk about it enough. She's performed it on her John world tour. Um, and that's the only time she's ever performed it. So Mer girl. What about you? Okay. I was hoping you were going to pick something from an artist on from the. the oh, this year? So, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I can if you did, want. That did not tie in. Tie in. Um, so <laughs> well, it I'm, tied I, in with the whole Grammys <laughs> theme. Girl, but... we could say anyone at that point. I'm going to. Um, I'm going to pick a song from Miley Cyrus because I, I don't think I have thus far. Okay. So I would say one of my favorite songs in between bangers and now <laughs> bangers and mesh is mm-hmm. slide away. I really, really <sighs> like the song slide away. I think it's a great ballad and I was so disappointed when it came out and it didn't go anywhere. Like yeah. kind of what we were talking about. It's yep. forgotten about in her discography. I really think it's one of her best songs. I think mm-hmm. it showcases her voice. Well, yep. I like, I really just, it's one of those songs like you, I, I feel when I listen to it and I really feel her emotion in the song. It's just a, a really good little ballad, you know, and it's it's a good modern classic for her. I think that everyone should go give it a listen yeah. because I think it shows her at her best. You know, I really do. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely something forgot about in time. I completely agree. And it's funny that you mentioned this because <laughs> to come back to Z Machine, but he and I were talking about the song just the other day. Like he mentioned that he he would completely agree with you. He thinks it's her best song. And yeah, it's phenomenal. phenomenal the violin track. strings at the end too, very like nineties. There's so something good. there's something about it that's so nineties. I think that's why I feel I like it because it feels nostalgic, you know? Yeah. Um what it reminds me of a, oh, you know what it is? It's bittersweet symphony. That's, oh, sure. That's what it's giving. That's what it's giving in my brain. Yeah. Um, and she, you know, she, and that's it's funny because her songs lately, I can always relate them to a song from my childhood. Like "Flowers" is literally "Lonely No More" Part Two, the remix. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Slow, slow down. The less interesting version. Uh, yeah. But I I had to laugh because last night when she the the end of "Flowers," she kind of went into that like rocky, almost like Tina Turner inspired version yeah. of it, which I loved. Yeah, I loved that. But I, I laughed to myself because I was like, she loves to do a rock cover. And I was like, she's essentially doing a rock cover of her own song right now. And I was just like laughing because I, in fact, my friend Andrew and I, we made a meme years ago about uh, it was something it was so stupid, but you know that like that show from TLC, where it's the person trying to eat the Brussels sprout and she's like, uh, and like gagging. Oh, and yes. We were saying that it's Miley Cyrus when she's asked to not perform a cover of a rock song. <laughs> that's and, funny yeah so she's such a rocker chick she's such a rock chick yeah she's a rocker hearts. chick these days i have her hair too I, I and to be honest when i when i saw her i was like i mean she looked beautiful but also i was like what is this gonna be tonight you know like i had i didn't expect that performance she I didn't gave expect myself to like it so much glam and i love that she thanked her main gaze like she was just she was kind of everything she i she i i'm, I'm excited for her good for her yeah, you go, Miley. Great, great, great night for her. Great you go, Desti- her Destiny night. Hope. <laughs> <laughs> and her mama was there. You know, so cute. Yeah, her mom's beautiful, stunning. Um, yeah, great night for her. Uh, I really think it was was her night. Yeah, I really do in a yep. lot of ways. So, yeah. Well, congratulations to all the Grammy winners out there. And until next time. Yeah, congratulations. Hopefully, Beyonce will win Album of the Year for Act Two. Oh my God. And if she doesn't, if she doesn't, we're not watching. We're so. not, we're going to watch from a hotel. Like, like Jay, we're going to boycott and watch at a different spot. Like Jay-Z did. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch it on my Blackberry. There we go. There we go. All right. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>